0: While usually a nerd-centric pop culture podcast, Geeks United with Alan Bob are both thrilled and chilled to announce their newest series, The Frightening 50. In bite-sized episodes, they go over the creepiest, weirdest, and most paranormal urban legends, folklore, and ghost stories in each of the 50 states. Please check out all their other podcasts in the Geeks United universe. Just search for Geeks United with Alan Bob on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and more. In November of 2011, Tim Hart received an email from his childhood friend, Jack Freeze. The subject line of the email read, I'm watching. And in the body of the email it said, Did you hear me? I'm at your house. Clean your fucking attic. To be fair, Tim Hart had spoken to Jack about his attic being in disarray earlier that year. The unsettling part was that the author of the email, Jack Freeze, had died six months before this email had been sent? Are you ready to jump down the rabbit hole? Tim Hart admitted to the BBC in an interview that he turned ghost white when he first read the email. And who could blame him? I think all of us would be taken aback at receiving an email from a close friend months after he had died. In this episode of Clouded, we will try and answer three questions. Number one, were there any more emails sent from Jack's email account? Number two, what are some plausible explanations? Number three, were these emails sent from beyond the grave? Were there any more emails sent from Jack's email account? Jack Freeze died of a heart arrhythmia in June 2011. As mentioned earlier in the podcast, in November of that same year, Jack's childhood friend, Tim Hart, received an email from his now-deceased friend. But he wasn't the only one. Jack's cousin, Jimmy McGraw, also received a chilling email from the same account. And this one is even harder to explain. It read, quote, Hey Jim, how you doing? I knew you were going to break your ankle. Tried to warn you. Gotta be careful. End of quote. McGraw suffered a broken ankle after Jack had already passed. Jimmy had this to say about the email he received. I'd like to say Jack sent it, just because I look at it as he's gone, but he's still trying to connect with me. Trying to tell me to move along, to feel better. End of quote. What are some plausible explanations? One possible answer is that Jack used a service called Dead Man Switch. This service allows anyone to send emails out to pre-selected recipients after they pass away. Here is how the creators of Dead Man Switch describe how the service works. You write a few emails and choose the recipients. These emails are stored privately until they're sent. Your Switch will email you every so often asking you to show that you are fine by clicking a link. If something were to happen to you, your switch would then send the emails you wrote to the recipients you specified. Sort of an electronic will, one could say. The problem with this explanation is that the second email sent to Jimmy talks about an event that occurred after Jack's passing. The emails written using the dead man's switch would all have been written before Jack passed away, making this explanation impossible. The next possibility, and probably the most obvious one, is that either a friend or family member has hacked the email account. But to this date, Jack's family members and friends have said that nobody knows the password to get into the email, and that there have been no other signs that show it has been hacked. That, by no means, shows that this isn't an inside job. I cannot speculate as to why someone close to the family would want to play such an insensitive joke. But, human beings have consistently surprised me in what they are capable of doing. Were these emails sent from beyond the grave? The first email sent to Tim Hart seemed innocuous enough. But was it sent from the grave, or by someone else privy to that information? Here's my problem with someone else sending such a boring email that's trying to play a prank. A private conversation between two friends could have leaked out to others around them. But such a mundane comment, I think, would be hard-pressed to pass along to someone else afterwards. It's just not something most people would come up It's just not something that most people would bring up in a conversation outside of the person they initially talked to. The second email is in a whole other category. Does this mean that the emails were sent from Jack as a way of communicating with those he left behind? I don't believe so, but I also haven't completely ruled it out. Tim also revealed that he had replied to the email he received from Jack, but to this day, he has never got an answer back. For more information and to get some links to articles, pictures, and videos regarding this story, please visit cloudedmysteries.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Clouded Podcast and like our Facebook page. Please visit our sponsor, Strideline, who I promise make the most comfortable socks on earth. Visit them at strideline.com, that's s-t-r-i-d-e-l-i-n-e.com. and use the code CLOUDED for 10% off your purchase. Lastly, please give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help get the show in front of more listeners. My name is Victor, and this has been another episode of Clouded, where internet meets mystery.